Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. We live in interesting times, and Kevin and Hamza both sent me the story from Business Insider, written by Huang Tan. A company lost $25 million after an employee was tricked by deepfakes of his coworkers on a video call. That's according to police. So scammers made off about $25 million after they used deepfake technology to trick an employee at the Hong Kong branch of a multinational company, according to local media reports on Sunday, citing the city's police. In January, an employee in the company's finance department received a message from someone who said they were the company's UK-based chief financial officer. The employee then had a video call with the company's CFO and other company employees, but actually he was involved in something called a deepfake. So the people that he's talking to uh, on his video conferences were not the real people. It was all being done with extremely advanced technology, uh, and it was designed to make him think he was speaking to those people. Based on instructions that he got during that call, he then transferred 200 million Hong Kong dollars, or about 25.6 million U.S. dollars, to various Hong Kong bank accounts across 15 transfers. It was a week into the scam when the employee contacted the company's headquarters, and they said, uh, we're not sure what you're talking about there, my friend. Uh, we did not order that. The Hong Kong police did not name the company or the employees involved. They said scammers created deepfakes of meeting participants based on publicly available video and audio footage. And that's according to the police. So the scammers went out and found video of the people they wanted to imitate. They then used that to create the deepfakes. The employee who was scammed did not interact with the deepfakes during the video conference, according to the media outlet. So it's unclear what exactly happened here, but investigations are ongoing, although no arrests have been made, according to the media outlet. Deep fake videos are causing global concerns, especially, I'm sure you've heard about this one, there was a Taylor Swift controversy because she's one of the latest to be caught up in a wave of explicit deep fake videos that went viral on uh, X, formerly Twitter, and Telegram last month. And so that is that somebody created a video that was designed to look like Taylor Swift doing something that she wouldn't be doing on camera normally. And uh, it wasn't her. It was created using one of these deep fake programs. And somebody shot that, created that, and put it out there. And the problem, of course, is as the technology gets better, these things are looking better and better. And I, mean, I remember at the dawn of the Internet when the biggest thing you had to worry about was, hey, did you see that picture of that politician who's doing the Pledge of Allegiance with his hand on the wrong side of his heart? He's got his hand over here instead of over here. What an idiot. And then somebody go, um, yeah, they used Photoshop and they flipped the picture. Because here's the real picture where he's doing it this way. And what you're looking at is a reversed image of him doing it this way. Or, or there's that one with the president. He's holding the phone upside down and the cord's up here. Oh, <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah, Photoshop also because you can find the original photograph. And I remember thinking like, okay, <laughs> I never would have thought that somebody could believe that a famous person doesn't know how to use a telephone. Never would have thought that. But they did it, and it fooled a lot of people. Imagine what this is going to do. <laughs> this is, this is going to cause some trouble. In May of last year, a representative introduced the Preventing Deepfakes of Intimate Images Act that would make it illegal to share 
non-consensual, deep fake, explicit videos. The bill has been referred to the House Judiciary Committee. And, of course, you're going to run into all kinds of problems with that. Uh, don't get me wrong, the bill might get passed, but whether they can make it work is another thing, because when you start trying to define the explicitness and so on, I know that there's the old joke about the Supreme Court justice who said, well, it's hard to define, but I know it when I see it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and by the way, when somebody is doing this on a computer in another country, and they put it on the internet, it's kind of hard to chase that person down and hold them accountable here in the U.S., so that law probably won't do a whole lot. Uh, the bill's been referred to the House Judiciary Committee. We'll see what happens, if anything, with that. Here you've got a situation where a guy who's got access to the money at a company believed he'd been contacted by higher-ups, which is apparently something that they would do from time to time, and they gave him instructions to wire money here, wire money there, do this, do that, do that. And he did that, and it turns out that the entities he was interacting with were, in fact, deep fakes. And the question is, like I said before, think back just 10, 15 years ago with all of the email phishing things, where somebody sent you an email and it looked like it came from your bank or it looked like it came from some trusted source. And I mean, it's still happening today, but more people are aware of it. But when it first started, I mean, I remember, <laughs> I remember a thing, I think it was on one of the major networks, probably NBC, may have been CBS or ABC, one of the big three. And they had a, a, a news person who was their tech expert, and she was being shown by a computer expert how it was possible for someone to send you an email and change the sender's address to make them look like somebody else. And at the time, it made the news because a lot of people didn't know that was possible. And of course, now we, know, we, all, we all should know it's possible, but most of us do know that. But there are still people every single day who get an email and says, Hi, this is Wells Fargo. This is a problem with your account. We've locked it down. Um, and if you will simply click on this page here to straighten up a few issues, we'll unlock your account. And they send a million of those out, and 999,950 people go, I don't have a Wells Fargo account. <laughs> this can't be named for me. This can't be, this can't be mine. No, no I, don't, I don't have a Wells Fargo account. But the next day you get one from the bank that is your bank. And I've gotten them from, quote unquote, my bank. And I remember one of them was timed really, really well to where I had just done a transaction. And literally, within an hour of arriving home after doing the transaction there, I got one of these phishing things from my bank. What it was describing could have been related to what I had just done at the bank. But I looked at it and go, oh, no, that's, 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 that's fake. And, of course, there's way to, way, you know, ways to figure these things out. But as for you know, video-based conference calls and so on, um, I'm not as up on those. I do use Zoom from time to time uh, and its equivalents, uh, depending on who I'm dealing with. A lot of courts use Zoom. Um, there are still people out there who use Skype, uh, believe it or not. And then, of course, Google has its own version, which I've used that as well. And so I'm not as up on the security involved in trying to figure out whether or not the person you are Zooming with is, in fact, who they claim to be. Uh, but this is going to be a problem that gets worse before it gets better. And I'm not sure the solution is simply passing a law. 
because anytime you've got a problem that is quite often being caused by people in other countries, um, all the legislation here ain't going to help you any. So, you know, passing a law here making it illegal to send out those phishing emails ain't going to do a thing. And you can pass a law against spam. You can pass a law against robocalls. You can, all that, it all originates outside the country. The laws don't matter. The laws don't matter. So we'll see what happens. But this is probably a first as far as being reported in the news. That a company lost $25 million after an employee was tricked by deep fakes of his coworkers on video calls. That's from Business Insider. Huilang Tan wrote that. And Kevin and Hamza both sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. You can't move mountains by whispering at them.